The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of myself and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by this podcasting platform. The following content is controversial and might be disturbing for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This call will be recorded and subject to monitoring at any time. To accept this call, press 5. To block this call and all future calls, you may begin speaking now. Babe. What's up, baby? I love you. Before we jump into the episode, it is time for the cocktail of the day. Today's cocktail is called the Dark and Stormy. And the ingredients are two ounces of dark rum, three ounces of ginger beer, squeezed fresh lime juice, and a lime wheel for garnish. So we're going to take a highball glass and fill it with ice, add the rum, add the ginger beer, and add the fresh lime juice for taste. And then we're gonna garnish this drink with our lime wheel. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the cocktail of the day, the dark and stormy. Enjoy. guys you already know it is visitation monday oh my gosh guys i am so late i am already 20 minutes behind schedule so i got up this morning did all my normal prepping um got to the gas station realized i left my wallet because i switched purses so i left my wallet and I left my wedding rings. I forgot to put on my wedding rings. I normally clean up on Sundays, washing clothes, doing all the normal Sunday things. And um, took all my jewelry off, my, my rings off and everything. So I had to go back home, get my wallet, get my rings. And now I am officially on the road to see my amazing husband. Um, Just hit a little bit of uh, traffic, but... I'm on my way. I'm going to make sure I get there safe and sound. Yes, I am going to be about 20 minutes behind my normal schedule, but it's okay. It's okay. Any time spent with my husband is worth it. It doesn't matter how long. So I'm on my way. I'm on my way to see my husband. And I will talk to you guys later. Smooches. So ladies, self-care is so important now more than ever. That's why when it comes to my skincare, I use Clean Rituals Complete Serum. The benefits are impressive. Clean Rituals keeps your skin smooth, reduce signs of aging, gives you that radiant look, most of all maintains healthy looking skin. I love this serum guys, and trust me, you will too. Aging is a fact of life looking your age is not. Visit cleanrituals.com and start your healthy skincare now. That's K-L-E-A-N-R-I-T-U-A-L-S.com. Now back to the show.
Okay, guys, another successful visit with my husband. Oh my gosh, just gets better and better every time. What can I say? So I am on my way home. Of course, you know, I have to make my pit stop at Starbucks. Oh my God, I had to stop and literally grab um, a Red Bull on my way here, like 30 minutes into my um ride well 30 minutes from when it was time for me to arrive i had to stop i was dragging so now i'm on my way home i am on my way home i'm about to stop and grab some starbucks and hit this road and i will talk to you guys later smooches <laughs> Hey guys, and welcome to episode nine. So as you guys know, I have changed my show time from Monday to Tuesday at 9 p.m. Um, if you pay attention to my YouTube channel or you are a member of Patreon or you visit my blog site, you will now know that it was too, 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 too much to try to um, get on a road, come back home, edit, and do all the things that I need to do to push these episodes out on Mondays at 9 p.m. now that I go to visits on Monday. So the new show time or the new episode time is Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Also, I am experiencing some technical difficulties with my sound. I have been trying to figure out what is going on. I have bought new wires. I have done everything except for buy a new laptop, and that is my next step. I cannot stand this popping sound when I play back. Um, I don't hear it all the time if I'm listening to it in my car when I, you know, go back and listen to my episodes, but it is driving me nuts because it sounds horrible and I have spent too much time and too much money um, trying to, you know, bring you guys a great sound for it to be happening like this. So if you are hearing this sound, work with me. I am trying to figure this out. But again, thank you guys for tuning in um, for episode nine. Now, I am a bit tardy <laughs> dropping this episode because I was struggling with what I actually wanted to talk about this week. So many things have taken place. Um, so many things I want to talk about. I couldn't find out like do I talk about this? Do I talk about that? Do I put a combination together? So I really didn't know, like literally it gave me a headache guys. So, um, I don't want to seem too all over the place. You know, I've been going back and forth with what I actually want to talk about, but this past visitation with my husband, um, started off extremely rocky. We are still dealing with um, last week's events uh, when it came to his birthday and a visitation of his birthday and different things like that. There are some unsettling issues for me that I just cannot look past, nor can I be silent about it um, when it comes to me and him having these difficult conversations. So the beginning of our visit was having a difficult conversation. 
Um, and I ended up calling a friend of mine because I wanted her opinion. I wanted an opinion from someone who has just an objective opinion, no biasness, nothing to do with the situation, just can be objective in how I was feeling. So in the midst of us having this conversation, it turned into another conversation. And as we were talking, I said, you know what? I think I just figured out what I wanted to talk about for my next episode. But it stemmed from my original phone call um, about the visit with my husband. So in the midst of talking about that, we started talking about something else. And it's it turned into the protection when you marry somebody, the protection that you should have for yourself, especially when you come into a situation where the person that you marry already has kids, um, and different scenarios like that. So I thought it was very imperative that I brought it to you guys because this is not the normal predicament that we are all in when we're dealing with someone incarcerated, whether it's your boyfriend, your fiance, or your husband. But when you move into becoming engaged and getting married, there are some things that any woman, any woman or anybody in a relationship, it's not just women, but anybody in the relationship needs to consider. And we were talking about it from her standpoint of different things she had concerns about when it came to um, someone in her family. And I kind of gave my input of things that happened with my dad. And it brought me to the conclusion of this. When you meet someone incarcerated, let's say you have no ties to this person and you meet someone incarcerated and you end up marrying them. When you marry them, you have to consider all of the baggage that both of you guys bring to the table, good and bad. A lot of times when you marry someone, they already have kids. Um, And it's very important that you do your due diligence about their children, you know, who they are, what they have going on, um, the stipulations centering around, you know, the details when it comes to the relationship with the person that you married and their kids. I have seen so many sticky situations when it comes to this. And as me and her were talking, I start thinking to myself like, damn, like, you know, I never thought about it as me being in these type situations, because first of all, me having kids, me getting married and things like that was not on my radar, but here I am. So I started thinking about and verbally, you know, talking it out with her. And I started thinking about, you know, if you marry someone who has kids that are under 18 years old, they become your responsibility as much as your husband. If something was to happen, if something was to go wrong, if you was to get a divorce, or let's just say your husband or whoever passes away, the burden falls on you because you have married this individual. In my friend's case, we were talking about this in depth, and then it went a little bit further. And the example I can give is, let's just say something happens to me. I have built this legacy. I have built these brands. And let's just say now at whatever time of my life, I have become very successful and very wealthy. If something was to happen to me, I have no children. My husband would get everything. When my husband gets everything, now it's the thought of what is he going to do with everything that I built? Is he going to continue it on? Is he going to sell everything and let it go? Or is he going to pass it down to his children? And once he passes it down to his children, then what happens? 
So as the conversation got deeper, you know, we just start talking about legacy and keeping things in a family and things like that. I'm, I'm really big on family. And I really started thinking about like, wow, like for me not to have any kids, if something was to happen to me, how would my legacy move on? Because although my husband would be the next person, but that would be his legacy after something happens to him. So we start talking about putting things in trust and just different things like that, making sure you have your will and all these type of things because it really gets real. It really gets serious. Um, even down to child support. Like if you marry this guy and he has children under the age of 18, and let's just say the scenario is, you know, when you are in these prison relationships and you're with somebody who is incarcerated, even from my experience, what I just talked about last week, there's a lot of bitterness, there's a lot of insecurities and things like that. Let's just say hypothetically that now your husband is up for child support because this is a tool that is being used because of anger because of bitterness and because of insecurity. If your husband can't provide, that child support is paid by you. You're responsible. And so as we were talking again, I just started thinking about, wow, like, you know, these are the things that you don't think about, but you need to think about. And so I said to myself, I said, you know what? I'm going to save the topics and the things that me and my husband went through for my next episode because I thought this was very important to really start to talk about. So instead of me doing on a serious note and, and, and you know, just making this the topic, I'm going to put all of it together as I'm talking to you right now. So we're going to talk about it on a serious note, but it's also the topic of the day. Marrying someone incarcerated is different. It's not the same. There's a lot to consider. Um, due to the conversation that we, me and my husband was having in the beginning of visitation it wasn't a cute conversation. You know, we talked about his past. We talked about things that he needed to take care of before he came home and the things that he wants to do when he does come home. And after having that conversation and then talking to my friend yesterday, you know, I just started thinking about a lot of things like, you know, I have a lot to offer and bring to the table and I must protect it at all costs. Yes, I love who I'm with, you know, 100%. This is who I want to spend the rest of my life with, but I don't want everything that I worked hard for to end once I'm not here. Or I don't want to be responsible for mistakes and things of his past. And it's only fair. It's only fair. It's only right. And it's actually smart thinking. So those type of things start popping up in my head, you know, on top of the fact you have people that get into situations before the jail process even happens. You have people who are married and if you're married to a person that's on the street or if you're married to a person that's doing any type of crime, white collar, blue collar, street or whatever, once you're married to this person, this also affects you. Now you got to deal with having to show proof of what you worked hard for. So it's not confused that it has anything to do with illegal activity did you get this with illegal means then you have to go through all of this scrutiny um for the things that you worked hard for and you could possibly lose things if it's intertwined as well so in these situations like what do you do you know you want to go in and you want to be 100 trustworthy of the person that you're with but at the same time you also want to protect everything that you have built and everything that you have um 
because it's a part of your legacy. So again, <laughs> once we got deep off into this conversation, it got serious. And I just really started thinking to myself, like, you know what? I work hard for everything. You know, I'm really trying to build some stuff here. I'm really trying to create a legacy for my family. Um, at the same time, I'm trying to build with this person that I'm spending the rest of my life with. So these are serious questions that I am saying to all of you out there, just as much as myself, that these conversations need to be had. You need to have the conversations of the, what if this happens, you need to have the conversations of just making it a very stern point that you have to protect your side of everything. You don't want to lose what you've worked hard for and also to protect them in the process. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that go into marriage. It's not just all about being happy, being, it is, it is, it's about being happy. It's about being in love. It's about spending the rest of your life with this one person. It's about this being your person. But long, 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 long time ago, marriage had everything to do with business, assets, as well as families coming together because of who they were, what name they had, and how it would benefit the families. That's what marriage was. Um, And so now the incorporation of love and the incorporation of other things have made marriage both 50 50 and as we were talking i started understanding it more i understand why people did it the way they did it back then and i understand why people do it now but it's all about being smart about it and when you're dealing with someone incarcerated it gets very very difficult um even all the way down to what happens if something happens you know, again, my father passed away while he was incarcerated and um, he had married again, you know, after him and my mom were together. I think him and my mom were together up until I was 32, 33 years old. So by him marrying someone else, you know, here comes the factor of what happens because this person gets to make all the decisions. No one else matters when that happens it is the spouse's decision that's another thing that 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 brings you know a, a concern to me as well you know when it comes to being married to someone if something happens you're the ultimate decision maker you are the ultimate decision maker luckily for me when my dad passed away i was his power of attorney Therefore, I had the right to make all the decisions. My dad also did a last will and testament, making sure that, you know, it was understood that I made all the final decisions. It didn't matter who was in place or whatever. And again, these are these are the concerns that I have when I think of my situation because my husband is incarcerated. Um, and I have to think about if something happens, you know, he gets sick or, you know, what happens in those situations? Because this is a different situation than just being free out here on the street. You're already the property of the government and you're going to have to navigate and negotiate and deal with all this stuff. When my dad passed away, we literally was told we couldn't even touch my dad because he was still property of the state. Um, and it was horrible. It was disgusting. It was the, one of the worst experiences I ever had to have someone tell me I can't physically touch my own father because my father belonged to them. So there's a lot to consider within these situations. And, um, I'm glad that me and my friend had that conversation because it really made me start thinking about things on a deeper level than what I originally called her about. Me and my husband took vows, um, almost two years ago to, it'll be October in two years. Um, we did everything, uh, video call. My friend was the ordained minister and 
we still have paperwork that we still have to sign. So we're married, but on paper, we haven't even done all our formalities. Due to COVID, due to, um, you know, my friend and things that she had going on, due to th- things that I had going on, due to my husband being transferred two different times, there was so much going on that it was just went from day to day to day. And then all of a sudden, all this time went by and I'm talking to him like, you know what? Um, we have to finalize all our stuff. And after having that conversation, I was like, you know what? I, I now it makes me sit back and think a, a little bit more um, as to think more things we need to discuss before we finalize everything. Everything happens for a reason. I strongly, strongly believe that. Before I got up that morning, I did some meditation. I worked on my chakras. I burned my chakra candles. I burned my incense because I needed clarity just for overall everything in my life. And in the process of all of that, that conversation came up. And when I came home, I started thinking like, wow, like this was the clarity that I needed. Um, before we move forward in 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 making it official official we still have a conversation that we have to have we still have things that we have to take care of and really discuss yes me and my husband took vows yes we are married we we said this um before witnesses before my friend who is an ordained minister. I do not play with God. I do not play with my vows and I definitely don't play with marriage or love. So yes, this is my husband. This is my husband 100%. But for some reason, (laughs) for some reason, the universe and God put all these barriers and obstacles and things in the way to get to this point for me to start thinking of all of the things that need to be discussed and set in place before we actually sign these papers. Um, and, and I feel very strongly about that. I feel very strongly about that. I'm a very upfront person. I'm a very transparent person. And I try to speak my truth and I try to be honest. When I come on this podcast, I'm talking about the love between me and my husband. I'm talking about the up and downs in relationships. And there's no way I could move forward and continue to have anybody on a journey with me without being 100% honest about it and that is what I called my friend for like what do I do like this discussion came up and so much time has gone on that I like I can't even give a reason of why we didn't do what we were supposed to do we just didn't and so I struggled with it like wow like I'm married but am I married And we're having this discussion, me and him, and he's like, we're married. You're my wife. Like, we are married. Um, I don't need a paperwork. I don't need all this stuff to tell me. And I understand what he's saying because you don't need paperwork to um, solidify what you have. You know, paperwork is not going to make us stay together for the rest of our lives or anything like that. But legitimately and on the proper side of things, it's very important to me. And so that was what we discussed in the beginning of our visit that got a little heated um, because we just start talking about just a lot of technicalities and just different things. My husband does not like to hear me say stuff like, well, what if something happens to you and, you know, and decisions have to be made? He hates for me to talk about that, but it was on my mind. I had to talk about it because I've experienced that dealing with my dad um a lot of things that I do and a lot of reasons why I do the things I do come from things that I experienced and things that I have witnessed or whatever so it was just important for me to get it out it kind of went left for a minute we pulled it back but like I said on my way home I really just started thinking about like what do I do you know I'm I'm talking about this is the chronicles of a prison wife but 
am I? <laughs> and as I was talking to my friend, my friend had to bring me back down and explain to me, like, Rashida, listen, that's your husband. You're his wife. You can't just say no because there was an argument, there was a disagreement or because something isn't in place, you know, as far as paperwork goes, like you said your vows, you both said your vows. So now you just have to handle your business and get your paperwork together. Um, and she did ask me, she said, well, are you having second thoughts now that you, you know, you have realized and, and now you're having this conversation about, it? and I said, no, I'm not having second thoughts about us this is who I'm spending the rest of my life with. This is my husband. But at the same time, now I'm thinking about it on a deeper level. I'm thinking about once this is actually official and 100%, like how does this really affect everything for me? How does this really affect everything for him? Um, it's just not me in a situation. Like he has children that he has to protect. He has things that he is trying to build back on, you know, when he comes home and as a daughter, I wouldn't want anybody to come into my dad's life and feel like they have stake in something that my dad built. Um, especially if something happens, it comes to me. That's not the, the legacy doesn't continue on with me, especially if something happens to me and then I leave it to someone who's not even connected to this legacy. So there was a lot of things that me and her end up talking about. And I appreciate the conversation because it opened my eyes to just so much more. And all I could say to her was things happen for a reason I needed to have this conversation. So everything that was supposed to be set in place when it came to us finalizing everything with just our signatures, um, it didn't happen for a reason because I had to get to this place. As far as me and him are concerned with what we have, what we have is what we have. It will not change um, at all. But me being honest and me being uncut and me being 100, I even went as far as to take the chronicles of a prison wife off of my title and put the chronicles of a prison love story because I started thinking again a bit deeper. This is just not about being a prison wife. I have so many listeners and so many people that communicate with me that are just simply girlfriends, fiancés, um, the mother of, you know, kids and things like that. And this is about love. This is about maintaining healthy relationships with someone who's incarcerated and you don't just have to be a prison wife. I have been doing this for quite some time now. And when I say that this podcast is for every female that is in the same kind of situation as me, I'm talking about being with someone that is incarcerated and sharing this journey with people who have experienced what I've experienced or what I haven't experienced. So to make it about the love and the relationships of someone who's incarcerated is really what I wanted to focus on, not just being a prison wife. I don't ever want to just glorify that either. So I had some soul searching to do. I had some soul searching to do. I decided to take that part away, not because I don't consider myself a wife, because that's my husband, 100%. Um, and we're going to get everything together the way we need to, you know, hands down without any problem. This is both what we want to do. But that conversation needed to, everything that led up to that point had to happen for that conversation to come out. So again, <laughs> this is my journey. You guys are on it with me. Um, I try to be very honest with you guys and very transparent with you guys and, Today was just one of those days where I decided to put it all on the table first by giving the 100% advice about securing yourself, your situation, everything that you have worked hard for, especially when you're dealing with someone incarcerated 
or who could potentially be incarcerated. You have to protect your neck, as they say. And on the flip side of it, to just explain how I got to that point. Um, not to take away from my husband, my relationship, the vows that I took, you know, I was serious when I took them and this is my husband, you know, period, point blank. I I will continue to wear my four and a half carat ring, (laughs) but, um, but seriously on a serious note, um, the technicalities we did not handle, we have not handled, and I still have to reach out to my friend again now. I still have a friend that I have to reach out to to make sure that we get everything together because this is who actually married us um, almost two years ago. So that is all. <laughs> that is all that I have right now for the topic of the day. Um, I hope you guys embrace this and uh, take this all in with love and understanding. And please make sure to protect your neck. Make sure you have these difficult conversations and make sure that you're doing the right thing or making sure that before you do this, that you cross all your T's and dot all your eyes. And that is all I have for the topic of the day. Again, thank you for joining me on season three, episode nine. Having a spouse incarcerated isn't easy. You go through a lot emotionally, mentally, and it can become a financial burden as well. Fed Up Wives is my nonprofit organization that's set to help wives and families of federal incarcerated inmates. We provide counseling, emotional support, and financial assistance for inmate phone calls, postal correspondence, visitation expenses, and back-to-school assistance. To contact us, email fedupwives.org at gmail.com or call 404-543-8688. Now back to the show. So now it is time for the updates on my amazing maybe-ish husband, (laughs) the extra report. Um, he's doing great guys. He's doing great. We had a crazy first 20 minutes of our visit. I am not going to lie, but, um, my husband is extremely loving and passionate when it comes to what we have. Like I, I have said this so many times throughout many of these episodes, like I'm a runner. He's not. And so he always is very adamant and intense about how he feels about me and how he feels about what we have. And it always brings me back. It brings me back in because a lot of times I'm very technical. A lot of times um, I am very analytical. I think a lot and it tends to create conflict a lot of times. He wants to live in a moment. He wants to be happy. He doesn't care about paperwork, technicalities. He doesn't care about any of that. And I can understand that and I can respect that as well. Um, That is something that I am trying so hard to understand and embrace because for me, you know, I have that lawyer mind. Um, To me, nothing is a right or official or technical until it's, in black and white like you could say whatever this this is just how my mind works but um the first couple of visits I mean the first couple of minutes in our visit was a bit rocky but we bought it back in um and you know these are one of the reasons just one of the reasons why I do love him is that he will he he will keep going he will definitely keep going um and I'm just thankful that he is willing and ready to fix whatever we need to fix but for him he wouldn't care if it was on paper if it wasn't on paper he's made it up in his mind like you're my wife and I'm spending the rest of my life with you but of course you know miss you know critical thinker over here is like yeah I hear you buddy but um yeah we need to go ahead and handle this paperwork like we should have done uh two and two years ago 
Um, and again, we both dropped the ball. A lot of stuff had been going on in my life, in his life, him transferring and things like that. But the love is still there. The love is still there. Nothing has changed. Um, signing on a dotted line and things like that does not solidify what we have um, when it comes to the heart and what we feel and the connection between the two of us. So with that being said, he's doing amazing. He's doing great. Um, still working, still working out, still crazy as hell. I'm telling you, this man stresses me out sometimes so bad and not from anything bad. Just, he is just off the charts sometimes. Like he's always telling me, I wish I could put you in my brain. I wish I could put you in my mind. And I'll be looking at him like, I don't want to be there. <laughs> like that's not the place I want to be because the stuff that you say, and it comes from that brain of yours sometimes is like, dude, you're a weirdo, <laughs> but I love him to death. Um, and I am extremely happy. We are extremely happy. Um, he's been very expressive of that lately and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It is, it feels so good to be loved. It feels so good to constantly hear, um, the type of love that he has for me. So I appreciate you guys for continuing to keep him uplifted in prayer. He needs it, always needs it. Every man or woman that's incarcerated needs it on a regular basis, on a daily basis. Um, he is still doing everything he needs to do to stay productive so that he can work his way home. Every time I visit this man, he is telling me how closer he is to coming home. Um, the, the, the countdown, he knows his countdown, like no other, like literally, I feel like I'm in math class when I go visit him. He's always like, okay, so babe, like, how much is this and this and this and this minus this and this and this. Okay. So this is how much time I got going before I can move to this. And this is how much I'd be like, Oh my God, I just did not feel like I was having to come here and pull out a calculator or an ink pen and a piece of paper, but he is ready to come home. He's definitely ready to come home. He's getting closer and closer. And again, like I said, our visits are always very positive, very amazing. Um, you know, last week it was his birthday. So I got to see him twice last week and his daughter came again, an amazing, amazing thing to witness. So again, thank you guys so much for keeping him in your prayers, keeping him uplifted, definitely keeping me in your prayers. Um, and that is all, that is all that I have on the updates of my husband, maybe, or maybe not, <laughs> but Thank you guys again for tuning in and listening. Um, we appreciate you. We really, really do. We really, really do appreciate all the love and support. And this is season three, episode nine. They say behind every man, there's a great woman, or in some cases, a crazy strong woman. These stories are about the women behind their incarcerated men. Some you may know, some you may not. This is her story. Today, I dedicate her story to my best friend, Farrah Sims. In honor of her birthday, Mother's Day, and the graduation of her son from high school. Farrah Sims was born May 18, 1979, a Taurus in Atlanta, Georgia. She grew up between Summerhill and Kirkwood. Farrah had a very colorful childhood, which was during one of the best eras I would consider to grow up in, despite the highly profiled Wayne Williams controversy. By 2005, Farrah had two kids, a daughter and a son by her longtime boyfriend, a pretty popular and well-known dude in the city. February 2005, at the age of 25, now a mother of two, 
a son seven months old, and a daughter five years old, Farrah's life took a drastic change when her kid's father was sentenced to 10 years. Having to move from her beautiful home while barely working, her focus was on her kids. Her pride and joy was her kids and maintaining their happiness. Sports became her thing. She conquered the baseball mom role. At the football field and the baseball fields every weekend, she was determined to give her kids a normal life while finding her way into becoming a full-time mom. She faced many challenges being a single parent, and with her relationship taking a turn for the worse, her kids' well-being as well as trying to find her way was all the ammunition she needed to keep going, to stay strong and continue her new course of life. Wondering where their dad was was not an easy explanation to give, and one she really hadn't thought through. The topic eventually surfaced, and like most kids are told, to college was the answer. Farrah never neglected her kids from seeing their dad. She knew how important they needed each other, even taking the trips herself to keep things normal and positive. Farrah continued to make a life for her kids between school functions, sports, and raising two kids. With one entering the preteen years, she was now an executive, executive assistant to a CEO of a nonprofit company. After doing eight years, her kid's dad entered back into society with his son now a fifth grader and his daughter going into the ninth grade. He now had the task of rebuilding his family's life as well as his. But this isn't about the rehabilitation after doing eight years in prison. This is about Farrah Sims, a mother of two, a baseball mom, a woman who stays strong for herself and her kids, securing a career that has lasted over 10 years while her kid's father did time behind prison walls. Today, her story isn't about the woman who stood behind her man. Her story is about a woman who stayed strong for her kids and rebuilt her life after he went away. Now, in 2023, both kids are high school graduates, with her son just walking across the stage this year on his way to college. She now has a beautiful granddaughter who is surrounded by a village with Farah and her kid's father getting a do-over, as I like to call it. Farrah Sims, a strong woman that stayed strong, picked up the pieces of her old life, created a new one, and held it down while her kid's father was behind prison walls. I know I'm always asking you guys to sign up and become a Patreon. Well, for my next five new Patreons, I'll be giving away a few gifts. Now, this is kind of like playing roulette. You never know where the ball is going to land. So take a spin for a chance to win, a clean rituals bundle, which includes the essential essence and the complete serum, a $20 Starbucks gift card, or an Amazon discount up to 80% off. 80% off, guys, off any eligible products which includes electronics and home and audio, kitchen and dining, beauty and grooming, patio, lawn, and garden care. Now, once you become a Patreon, you'll get a personal message from me detailing what you won and how to retrieve your winnings. Let's gamble. Now back to the show. All right, it is time for the updates. Time for the updates. Okay, guys, so you know I'm always pushing for you guys to become members on Patreon. I have a giveaway for it for the first, well, not the first, but the next five members. I have also opened up a seven-day free trial. So if you want to check out the Patreon platform, make sure you go to patreon.com and look for Wetlock Chronicles podcast. This is basically um, exclusive content, videos, articles, the recipes for the cocktail of the day, different things that you won't see or hear on the podcast or you won't see on the blog page or on YouTube. I am still building it up. I am still working on it. 
but um, the seven-day free trial will give you a glimpse of what it really is. After that, there is a $5 a month membership and a $40 a month membership. The $40 a month membership um, gives you everything, even free merch every three months. So again, make sure you guys check it out. Um, the mom movement went on today. I have not talked to Tracy yet to figure out how it went, but you know, my thoughts and prayers go out to her because she's always doing this. I think it's an amazing thing. Um, make sure to continue to listen when she does have this next event. I will definitely talk about it. The new showtime is Tuesdays at 9 p.m., guys. Um, I had to do it. There was no other way around it. Getting on the road, coming back home, trying to drop an episode, same day. It was a lot. Although I have these episodes a lot of time prepped, I still have to record. I still have to edit. Um, I try to wait to after I'm done with visitation. So if I want to talk about certain things that happen at visitation. So it was just a lot. It was just a lot and I needed to change it. So it's now Tuesdays at um, 9 p.m. On a serious note, it's going to come back. I know I said this week, but it's going to be next week because I tried to kind of incorporate the two with my topic of the day. Um, just talking about securing yourself, you know, protecting your neck, um, having deep conversations before entering into marriage, you know, what it's going to look like, the future of it, and what happens if. Um, don't forget about a giveaway for the Patreons. I am now at 5,900 plays, guys. I am close, 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 close to 6,000. And I just want to simply say thank you guys so much for continuing to tune in. Um, pass the word on and subscribe. You can always leave comments. You can always... um have questions I will respond you can always email me dm me whatever you want to do I will respond back please make sure you rate and comment on this podcast it's very very important not just to me as I always say to anybody that podcast we love reviews we love the ratings we love the comments um, we love the conversations and on every platform that you listen, there is a way to do this. Spotify definitely has a way to um, answer questions, to make comments. You can leave voice messages, everything. So um, make sure you check out all of these options, guys. Please, 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 please. And that is all that I have for the updates that I believe um, that I do. Make sure you follow all the social media pages and platforms. All that information is at the end of the episode. It's also in the episode notes. Every episode has those links um, to the websites and to the different platforms also to any kind of petitions that I have, like from Matthew Baker, everything is under those notes. And that is all that I have for the updates, guys. Thank you so much again for tuning in and joining me on season three, episode nine. Now it's time to jump into our shout outs. <laughs> Today, my shout outs are a bit different. Um, I want to shout out all my new TikTok followers um, for both the Wetlock Chronicles podcast TikTok and for my personal TikTok, Rashida underscore. Well, it's not underscore, but Rashida the brand. So shout out to all of you new, you, you new TikTokers. I guess that's what you call them. I'm new to TikTok. I am trying to get accustomed to it and used to it. Um, Shout out to all my new Instagram followers on both the Wetlock Chronicles page 
and on my personal page, Rashida underscore the brand. Um, thank you to all the new YouTube subscribers. The handle for YouTube is Wetlock Chronicles Podcast. Thank you guys so much. Um, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like I said, I'm trying to get more into um, doing these quick videos, these short videos. I'm going to get better at it. Work with me. But these videos are uploaded to the YouTube channel. Some of them are on the Patreon platform and some of them are also on the blog uh, page, the Wetlock Chronicles podcast.blog. So thank you for all of you new subscribers. Thank you for all of you new followers. Big shout out again to DJ for graduating this weekend. I watched this little boy grow up. This is the first kid that I have literally been around from beginning all the way up to now who has crossed the stage and graduated. So major shout out to him. Major shout out to all of the graduates in 2023 because my cousin's son just graduated. My sister's son just graduated. So major, major, major shout out to all of you guys that are now adults. <laughs> I can't remember when I graduated. I think like the second or third week, it's like, what do you do? Oh my God, you don't have to get up. You don't have to do anything. You are grown now. So major shout out for all you guys that walked across that stage this year. Um, Congratulations to all the parents, you know, that sacrificed and went through all the things that they went through to continue to keep their kids level-headed and focused for those 12 plus years. And that is it. That is all that I have on my shout outs. Again, shout out to my best friend. I, I did my her story on her. I hope you guys liked it. That is just a small glimpse <laughs> into her story. It is so much more. I swear she needs to write a book. She needs to do some kind of biography uh, on her life. But I did want to um, dedicate that part of the segment of the of I'm sorry of the podcast to her um just for the simple fact that she has a story she has a story just like my story just like any other story that any prison wife girlfriend fiance or kids mother has gone through so I definitely want to dedicate it dedicate that segment to her um I don't want to just always talk about the people that you know, the famous people. I want to talk about real people and their real situations. So if you have a story, you can tell me your story. You can be anonymous. You don't have to be, but put us on a journey with you. Help us by telling your story. It's a lot of people that are going through the exact same thing that we're going through. Um, it feels good just to hear it sometimes and know that you're not the only one. And how do I know? Because this is what is told to me on a regular basis. So that is all that I have for the shout out. Shout out to everybody that continues to listen to this podcast. You guys are getting me closer and closer to my 10,000 plays. Oh my God, when I reach 10,000, I think I'm going to lose my mind. So again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys so much. Mwah. You can find this podcast on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. To follow this show's social media, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok is Wetlock Chronicles Podcast. Twitter, Wetlock Podcast. To become a Patreon, visit patreon.com, Wetlock Chronicles Podcast. And the YouTube handle is Wetlock Chronicles Podcast. My website for my blog is wetlockchroniclespodcast.blog. And for merch, visit wetlockchronicles.com. For my personal social media, Instagram and TikTok is Rashida underscore the brand. This call will be recorded and subject to monitoring at any time. To accept this call, press 5. To block this call and all future calls, you may begin speaking now. Babe. What's up, baby? I love you.
Love you.